thankfully for most people who had coronavirus, this was actually kind of a non-event, but then there were those that had it more seriously and for them, it packed a wallop. Their bodies fought a war against this attacker that got to not just their lungs, but to many other organ systems throughout their body. Well, now what? You could take your time and you'll be able to eventually heal. But if you want some more support to be able to heal, more quickly to help your body rebuild its strength, to rebuild the systems that were attacked in this fight, there are natural treatments that actually can help speed that and help your body resume its, its previous strength. I spoke to Dr. Lori Steelsmith, a leading naturopathic physician, to use some of those tactics and give us that information about how you can help your body heal. And here's a secret. These same strategies, whether you've had COVID or not, another day you might have the flu or you might have some other infection that, again, attacks your body. So these same strategies are important no matter what sickness you're trying to get over. I'm Sarah Heiner, and this is the Bottom Line Advocator Podcast. Don't forget, rate and review us. And please share this because we're all going to get sick at some point and being able to heal and bring your body back to strength is so very vital. Hi, all. Got Dr. Lori Steelsmith who's coming in and joining. She's had to get a pen. I love the old fashioned way. I'm a pen girl too. Um, so welcome everybody. And thank you for joining me. This is two Facebook lives this week. We're not going to normally do this, but there's so much to talk about with regard to COVID. There's so many questions which is why I snuck in on Tuesday talking to Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum about, what was I talking to him about? I was talking about um, supplements. Oh my God, I'm totally forgetting what I had. I don't remember. It was a great interview. It was a great interview. <laughs> you need to watch it. Honest to God, I can't even remember what it was right now. Oh, it was actually literally the supplements because there's so many questions now. Zinc people are talking about, vitamin D was a big thing in the news, um, how to protect yourself, how to help build your body. And the doctors are focusing on the treatments and the drugs, but there are these things that are coming up, the natural products that have been, have been used for eons to help our bodies work at their best. So I thought that was really important to sneak on in. Um, and so let me just say a couple other things and then I'll introduce the lovely lady that you're looking at right now. Um, we've been doing a bunch of these. They're all, they're in the video library for the Facebook Live, so you can see those. We also have them on YouTube, Bottom Line Inc.'s channel. Um, so you, if you want to share them with anybody, you can either do it for Facebook or you can look on the YouTube channel. I have a big one next Thursday. I'm talking to Dr. David Katz, and he's a really big deal. And that one I want to talk about, um, we're going to talk about getting back out there. People are so afraid. And this, like suddenly the awareness of germs and the awareness of our vulnerability to germs. And I don't want people paranoid, and I don't want pa them paralyzed. So we're going to talk to David Katz next Thursday at one o'clock. So come join us then. Um, let's see what else I want to tell you about. Um, 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 oh, one other thing. So we're going to talk about, so one thing the bottom line does actually is we have a store, a bottom line store called the wellness store. And we, um, hold on, I'm going live, right? I am live and I'm recording. Sorry. My, my social guys texting me going, I'm not sure you're live but I'm on. I am on. Welcome to live world. All right. So one thing to let you know, we talk about a lot of these supplements and then it's confusing when you go to buy them. We have a bottom line wellness store, not because we want to make a ton of money from vitamins because it's confusing out there. So we worked with a naturopathic physician to select vitamins and, and supplements and minerals that you can trust. So it takes the confusion out. You know, the quality is good. You know, the, you know, you can, rather than is it why is it some $10 and some $50? You can trust everything that's on the store. So we wanted to simplify your life to be able to follow the advice of the experts that we're talking to. Um, one other thing to let you know about, we have actually a immune boosting download, a book, some of our, our great articles from all sorts of our experts um, to give you even more information beyond the supplements, beyond sleep, beyond wash your hands. There's so many things you could be doing. So we have that. That's a free download, bottomlineinc.com forward slash Immune boost is that one. All right, I think I've got done all my public service announcements. So let me introduce now Dr. Lori Steele Smith. I seem to have a lot of friends in Honolulu, in Hawaii. Dr. Oh. Jacob Hillbounds, Hawaii, who's been done a number of these with me. And Lori is one of our great, great experts with Bottom Line. Um, she is also comes to us from Honolulu. She's the medical director. I have to read all the bullet points because I've got so many of them. Medical director of the Steele Smith Natural. Health Center in Honolulu. She's a naturopathic physician. She did naturopathic physicians for any of the one that wonders, went to medical school. These guys know they, their training is impeccable. They're my number one call anytime, anywhere. Um, she's an acupuncturist. She's the co-author of three books, including the best-selling Natural Choices for Women's Health, 
she's watching she writes one of our very popular blogs called natural health secrets for women that you can sign up for at the bottomlineinc.com website and to learn all about what she does um go to drsteelsmith.com so hi now that's been smiling beautifully hello <laughs> hi nice to see you nice to see you all right so the name of the game today a lot of people they've now we've got tens of thousands of people hundreds of thousands of people who have been sick with covid right and when you get sick there's a big scale some people had it but they didn't even know it which is kind of nice but other people have been sicker with it and now what do they do and how do they get their body back to health depending on you know where they were and how it's impacted so that's the name of the game today to give a little education and help people get stronger all right um, yes okay can you give let's do like just a little bit of understanding what happens to your body when you're sick right besides you sneezing or you're coughing like what's going on inside that we have to heal it well what's happening inside is that your body's recruiting all these immune cells to try to fight an infection so, and you've got many different arms of your immune system but it recruits all these cells these cells mobilize into action they start secreting mucus right that mucus helps you to expel viral particles unfortunately that also spreads it but it's one way that your body tries to get rid of things your body is going to create a fever in order to heat up the body in order to also get rid of any kind of virus or bacteria so we have these innate systems that are really powerful that your body can get well in fact people are exposed to things all the time and they fight them all the time you may just have a bit of a tired day or a little bit of swollen glands. These glands in your neck and all over your body actually house white cells. And these white cells go after bacteria. You've got all these really cool cells that eat it, like macrophages, right, that engulf it and eat it. You've got cells that attack it. Um, and the thing with viruses, and particularly like when we talk about COVID, and, and viruses get inside your cell, take over the machinery inside the cell, and then make more of themselves. So for your body to kill virus, you actually have to kill your own cell, which is really tough on your body. And that's part of why we end up, some people end up being very, very sick, and some people end up not being very sick, depending on which level your body is able to fight the infection. If the virus gets inside the cell, takes over the machinery, and then recruits all these, gets more and more viruses out recruiting other cells, right, and infecting them, it, it's a really big job for your body to try to wipe out all your own cells to try to kill this virus. So body, there's literally, there's literally warfare going on in your system. And our bodies are just wiped out. Now in this case, so COVID, you know, it, they talk about the cough, they talk about the fever. Originally they thought it was a respiratory infection. It's not. Right. So right. it's attacking not just, not just the, it's the lungs, but it's also damaging heart, kidneys, the GI tract, your digestive tract, the liver, like it, there are all these other systems that are they're finding are also being attacked as a it's a full it's a full system disease and then people are manifesting in different ways you know with children they're having lots of rashes right we're seeing lots of gi symptoms um i've had a patient who was in india then australia came to me and, and had all gi symptoms this was middle of march before we knew that gi symptoms were associated with it in retrospect i bet that she was positive we have patients who are having, you know, the crazy high fever. Yes, they're having lung condition. Um, I have a friend up in Canada who's COVID positive and she's just had intense malaise, intense fatigue, and a little bit of a dry cough. But that's really all she's been having, but it's been going on for weeks. And she's been convalescing for weeks. How unique is that? What is it? Is it, you know, with this disease, and I'm going to talk with Dr. Katz about this next week as well, but you know, there, this disease has been dissected in the public world so deeply. Like, if I have the flu, do the other other viruses that do the same thing that they might have, you know, inflammation shows up in other parts of the body. It's not unusual for digestive to get, a, you know, have issues in all sorts of things. Like, how unique is a lot of this stuff? Some of it's unique, the kidneys and all that, but other diseases do this as well, right? I mean, in terms well, of people do die of the regular flu because if they're already weak if they already have a low white count if they already are like if they're going through chemotherapy if they're obese and they've got diabetes and they've got all these comorbidities 
those people are vulnerable to really anything. They're vulnerable to a MRSA infection. They're vulnerable to just staph infections, right? They're, they're more vulnerable anyway. But this virus, unfortunately, when it hits the right person at the wrong time, it can have devastating effects as we've seen. I mean, basically parts of our country and parts of the world have people have just been slaughtered because of it, because we haven't been able to get ahead of it. We haven't been able to even know how to treat it, which drugs to give, there's hypercoagulation going on. Um, where people are having more clotting disorders. It's affecting the nervous system, the GI system, the liver, the heart. It's, it's really a full, full spectrum disease when it hits the right person at the wrong time. Right. Somebody who's in their 30s and robust health, they're really, they could be just an asymptomatic carrier. And I think what's going to happen over time is you're going to see, you're going to see classifications, you know, people getting COVID and then you know, classification A, asymptomatic, classification B, asymptomatic, but with some flu-like symptoms, classification B, you know, I think there's going to be different classifications, and then there are going to be different treatments to target the people in the different classifications. Right. Um, what I've mostly been supporting in my practice, the patients that we've seen, is people have recovered, but now they're just exhausted, they're anxious, they've got these low-grade fevers that keep coming and going. Um, you know, this is a patient I started seeing, I think, March 21st, 22nd via telemedicine. And I've been on either, either um, Skype visit or I've been doing um, text messaging with him at, at least a few times a week still. And, and, and he just started having a lot of anxiety. So he, it's and also he's like, why don't I feel better yet? Why am I still so tired? And, and then there's the anxiety of having what I'm calling the COVID letter, right? It's the COVID letter. Like if you've got the big, you know, you've got a big C on your chest, hi, I've had it, and everybody's afraid of you. And yet he's now recovered, but people are still afraid of him because there's so much ambiguity about how long you're infectious for. And then if we just go with CDC guidelines, you know, he's not infectious anymore. He may be shedding dead virus, but he's not infectious anymore. So then he's having all this anxiety. So there's, there's that piece as well. Well, and also, as you said, it affects the digestive tract and anxiety can be rooted in the digestive tract as well as your immune system is rooted in there. That's right. And depression. I mean, when people go through an inflammatory storm associated with any flu, I don't know if this has happened with you, but when I've had the flu, I mean, I go through a, a, a period, like I don't really get depressed. I'm more somebody who goes up and I spin. But after I've had the flu, I go through this period of like, sadness and depression and and you can just imagine after these people have had this inflammatory storm that they're also flipping into this anxiety depression because some i mean it's been a, the the cytokines that are these are immune cells that are released when you have this inflammatory storm they are associated with depression i mean we know that we know that if you have a traumatized knee you can actually have symptoms of depression in your brain because of the inflammation that's occurring locally goes systemically. So now imagine you've got this like massive flu infection, right? This massive COVID infection or flu, and you've got all these cells running around your body that create more inflammation everywhere, including your brain. Right, so any of this, and all these ailments, they, they hit your whole body, because as you said, your whole body attacks. And in this case also, because COVID, it's, it's starving your body for oxygen, correct? Well, that's one of the things that can be going on with this hypercoagulability and, um, you know, increasing oxygenation to the tissues. I mean, I, I, wish, I wish we had data on this, but I'm just thinking, you know, naturopathically, what makes cells work best? Little glucose gives them the fuel they need or ketones gives them the fuel they need to make ATP. You also need oxygen. Mm -hmm. So... You know, use, I mean, I would love it if there was research on using like hyperbaric oxygen. We know that there's tons of data on using hyperbaric oxygen for stroke victims. Right. There's tons of data using hyperbaric oxygen for all kinds of conditions, including arth arthropathies or arthritis and autoimmune disease and right. even irritable bowel. So, you know, increasing oxygen utilization in the body, which declines as we get older, is, I think, paramount to healing the body. Yes. And, you know, there are some really interesting things people could do at home. Um, this is maybe a little expensive, but I purchased one because I'm we're gonna somebody get to who that. buys. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Right. You're okay. jumping ahead. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, so let's, I'm sure, so I, you know, I, I kind of digress because I think I always have kind of the, the point of view that if you understand why and you understand the concepts of things, 
it's right. much easier to understand the details and that to then follow through on those pieces because it makes sense. Oh, I get it. I was sick, but it didn't just happen to my lungs. It happened to my whole body. Right. So feel my whole body. Okay. I got that. Right. Okay. Oh, I was sick. My stomach hurt because, oh, my, you know, my immune system's in my stomach. Like that's the core of it. So that got wiped out a little bit. Okay. Now that makes sense to me. So that's why right. I talk about things in these ways. All right. So meanwhile, so you talked about the, all right. So now, now they've all been sick. Now let's help them get through it. And you talk about, you said that there are actually four areas to clean. Again, it's not just sleep. It's not just, it's not just, you know, wash out your lungs, I'll call it. Right? It's not like to scrub out anything. But you talk about that there are four, four key, key areas to, to address. Right. Well, I always start with the foundation of health with all my patients. Every visit, everything I do starts with the foundation of health. And that is clearly, if we're going to build a house, we need to have diet. We need to have exercise. We need to detox, take the debris, the cellular debris out of the body, take the garbage out of the body. We now have all this debris left over from the warfare. And we need to look at mind and spirit. So we need to eat well, we need to sleep well. We need to exercise or move well. We need to breathe well. We need to think well. So if we can do all that, we have a good, strong foundation to start with. Do I need to, um, what's my, my immune system has just been in a war. Do I need reboot time? I've heard about some people that have had kind of, um, I'll call it a bimodal, right? They were sick, they got better, they got sick again. Right. And I don't know if it's that they got sick again or they just never quite kicked it. But so now your immune system, you know, your warriors were in a fight, they were in a war. And now does your immune system like need to reboot, which is kind of what we're talking about, rebuilding itself. Are you out of warriors? Can they, you know, can it, can, can it fight another fight right then? Or, or they're really kind of out of it and we really need to. You're, you are more vulnerable. Right. I mean, you are more vulnerable because you're more inflamed. Right. And what you need to do is get that inflammation down so that you can go, just go back to your body, just doing normal cellular function. Right. So you don't feel normal until you are normal <laughs> and you need to give yourself a convalescent time. To, to heal. And I think, you know, I remember being very sick once with the flu. Hawaii, for some reason, we get exposed to everything here. And this is many years ago. And I just remember just laying there, just there, really uncomfortable. I know. And just saying, it takes time to heal. And we need to give our bodies that time, literally that time, and just be still, be quiet. Don't go racing back out into your life and give yourself that convalescent time to heal and then do nurturing things during that time and respect the time you know i've i've done podcasts and conversations about sleep the importance of sleep you know in america we wear our lack of sleep as a badge of honor but your body yeah. needs that rest and especially if you've been through this war then your body yeah. need the time to heal um let me also i'm just going to take remind people that if you have questions for dr steel smith we're now going to get into kind of the specific nitty-gritty of what do you do but if you have questions type them on in my very fancy friends are going to text them over to me. If you see me looking down at my phone, it's because they're sending me messages. Um, anyway, so type them on in if you've got any questions. All right. So let's start, Lori. Let's talk about um, the, you said, you know, first you go to the GI tract and kind of the, the calming that, that, that that's the center of it. And that's the, the root place and the inflammation there. So why don't let's talk about the GI tract. Even though everybody well, your G yeah, yeah. Well, your gut contains 80% of your immune system, 70 to 80%. So having a, a robust microbiome is so important, not just for prevention of any disease, but also in the process of healing. And what's really amazing about the microbiome is you can actually choose that. There is just change your diet, just change what you put in your mouth and it will literally change this garden that you're growing in your gut. And What's it's your, like that. You, and in fact, it, it, huh? You have a, what, what are your favorite gut biome changers? It's so easy. Okay. So pomegranate, who would have thought pomegranate? Now for all those people on a ketogenic diet, they might want to have a little pomegranate <laughs> because it literally increases this very cool bacteria, and I'm going to give you a fancy name. It's called Acromantia mucinophilia. <laughs> that great? I'll put that on a spelling test. I know, Acromantia mucinophilia. But it is a very, very beneficial 
bacteria in the gut that helps promote a healthy microbiome, which in turn creates a very healthy immune system. There are foods that are high in quercetin. Quercetin is Q-U-E-R-C-I-T-E-N or I-N. And quercetin is a bioflavonoid that's found in onions. It's found in a number of other vegetables that help stabilize cells called mast cells that release histamine. There is some data potentially that it might have some effect, and I can't say anything about anything curing anything because we don't know, that it may have some effect on, on viruses. Um, there's, there's data on other viruses showing that it can help prevent entry of viruses into cells. So quercetin is a pretty amazing uh, compound. You can take it as a supplement or it can be used as a food. Um, other foods are things that are rich in your probiotics. So if people don't have a lot of allergies, which can lead to mast cell issues, then things like um, your yogurts or your uh, miso or your fermented foods like kombucha, um, these, these, these foods contain all kinds of bacteria that are so friendly for your gut and they help wipe out bad guys. And they just take probiotics? They can take probiotics and you wanna take a nice broad spectrum probiotic. There's some really good research on sporebiotics in particular that can help to beat up bad bacteria. So for people who already have underlying irritable bowel problems or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth problems, um, sporebiotics have been shown to be even as effective as some of the antibiotics that are used to treat some of these conditions. If somebody has something like IBS or some other intestinal issue, are they more vulnerable to COVID and to other sicknesses? We don't know. We don't know. But what we do know is that the more inflamed the person already is and having those comorbidities with cor comorbidities where are associated with more of that inflammation and usually gut imbalances or dysbiosis are associated with more inflammation. I mean, there's a possibility. So, I mean, we don't yet have all the connections, but if we just look at how the body works, we can extrapolate and suggest that everybody work on their microbiome in order to have a healthier and stronger immune response to yes. something like COVID. It's funny. I sing this song all the time. We sang it for years at Bottom Line. Like, it's so important. And yet, humans just far prefer to eat the way that they eat. Um, well, like they say, people will change their language, they'll change what they wear, they'll change their country. Usually the last thing people will change is what they eat, right? Oddly. Right, so to get, to get to that place, they have to be in a place of like, okay, I'm willing to do that. And then once they do, as you know, because I'm sure you've changed your diet from the way you were brought up. I mean, it's just so amazing how much energy you have and how much better you feel. Oh Tons, tons. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that another day. All right. Yeah. So, so number one, most important is to change their diet and to be able to get anti-inflammatory, to bring the probiotics in, because that will create that kind of the, the solidity within. And then that, that goes out. All right. So um, what, other, what else can they do in terms of calming the inflammation? You talked about calming the inflammation throughout the body, right? Okay, so somebody's post-COVID, they've recovered from it, they're still tired, they're still inflamed. So um, using curcumin, which is from turmeric, powerful anti-inflammatory, very important, um, very well tolerated, very well tolerated, which is also important. Um, if people have some GI issues where they've got inflammation in their stomach, they might need to buffer that turmeric with like coconut milk or something that's a little soothing because it is a pepper. So people with gastritis may not tolerate it very well. So making something like golden milk, I mean, golden milk has curcumin in it, right? It has the turmeric, you've got coconut milk, you've got your ginger in there. Ginger's a powerful anti-inflammatory. You have a little bit of black pepper in there that helps drive that turmeric into this, into the cells or into the digestion. Um, it helps you digest it. Is drinking that enough or do they need to supplement curcumin? Well, I like supplementation too, because supplementation, you can get much higher levels of their curcuminoids. And <laughs> these people, they've been through the war and how do they get themselves healed? You know, you want to take your time, I understand, but also, you know, from like you can, if you have a healthy diet always, it's the best and the best source of these things. But sometimes 
you need you need the like bump up. So right. So we created our foundation account, right? We've created our, our first floor, our basically our foundation. Mm -hmm. And now we can do our supplements and we can use curcumin, we should use antioxidant. Things that help recycle an antioxidant that your own body makes is called glutathione. And this is where alpha lipoic acid, selenium, which is a mineral, and N-acetylcysteine come in because they help to recycle glutathione. Glutathione is... Hmm? I was going to say, glutathione your body makes, you can't take that. Well, you can get it intravenously. We do that in my own practice. We've been doing it, using it on patients going through heavy metal detox for patients with... Uh, neurological disorders. For patients who are chronically inflamed, we will use intravenous glutathione. There's also a liposomal glutathione that you take orally, and that can also, that can be fairly well absorbed. Taking glutathione just as a pill, let's get broken down in your stomach. Hence, you need to use a method that's going to allow you to best assimilate it. Right, exactly. So then that's where you take these other things that help you, your body produce it, the selenium, the NAC, acetylcysteine. Right. And, and, and lipoic acid. And, you know, high doses of lipoic acid, like 600 milligrams, that's been used a lot in diabetics. It helps to um, affect, positively affect blood sugar. Um, but using these synergistically, I think, are very important. And if you can get in to see a practitioner who does IV glutathione, I think that would be remarkable. Really, I think, it'd be, I think it would be my go-to. The other go-to would be an intravenous Myers cocktail. And Myers cocktail, it's not like you're, you know, Myers <laughs> rum is what I've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's an IV push with a lot of vitamin C, and it's got a full complex of B vitamins. You've got your B complex, your B6. You've got a methylated form of B12 in there, or hydroxy form of B12. Hydroxy B12 is actually a um, anti-inflammatory form of B12. Um, it's also got pantothenic acid, which is vitamin B5, very important for the adrenals, which we can talk about. Um, and it's, it's little calcium, and it's also got mag magnesium in it. So it helps to restore red blood cell magnesium, which is so, very important. Mm -hmm. So, so, so two, two questions. One is, are IVs legal in every state? So if somebody can find a, a licensed naturopathic physician that can do this, is, are these treatments, be it the um, glutathione IV or the Myers cocktail IV legal in every state? I don't know if they're legal in every state, but I can tell you that states that license naturopaths and have also a parenteral license attached to it, it is legal. So I think you're going to, people listening to this will need to find out. Medical doctors who are doing functional medicine are often also doing intravenous nutrients. So it, it really just depends state by state and what kind of training your doctor has had. It's very important, whether they're a medical doctor or not, that they actually know, have to have the proper training. Gotcha. Okay. Now, but so this Myers cocktail, though, you're describing is, as you said, a whole bunch of antioxidants. Can I just take, because again, I want people to be able to do this at home to help themselves heal, right? So if they could take NAC and selenium and the curcumin and the probiotics and eat better. Um, can they just take vitamin C and vitamin B multis and I forget what I would. Called. Yes, I would. I would definitely do that. I would recommend taking vitamin C though. Take it a little bit each during the day because if you take a big bolus of it all at once, you could get diarrhea. Right. So it's better to take a thousand or 2000 milligrams two to three times a day in order to go, you know, to bring up to bowel tolerance without getting diarrhea. Right. So we want short spurts of, of these antioxidants rather than having it all at once, especially when it comes to vitamin C. The B complex, I think, is very important for the fatigue, very important for the depression. Um, remember your Krebs cycle inside the cell, which makes ATP, which is energy, it needs B vitamin. We need magnesium for proper cell function as well and for having proper energy. And when people are super stressed, they lose magnesium in their urine. So restoring magnesium very important again magnesium can cause diarrhea when given too much all at once so be careful with you know um having the magnesium given maybe 150 300 milligrams maybe twice a day three times a day rather than a big amount all at once gotcha okay and then when you do um b12 i think generally you want your b12 separate from your multi-b's right because you need a different form of it well, I, I don't think so, no. I mean, like separating the B, not that they have to separate it, but the quality of it, like whatever they throw in a multi-B is not really the great B12. It really depends on the company because 
you know, a lot of high quality nutritional companies are now putting in the methylcobalamin. Methylcobalamin is a methylated form of B12, and that helps bypass some of the potential demutations someone might have if they don't methylate their B12 well. So giving patients a methylated form is more optimal. So high quality nutritional companies will have a methylated form. Other types might have a cyanocobalamin. <laughs> cyanocobalamin. You're right. It has, you know, little traces of mouth cyanide, which isn't a very good idea. What is just real quick, because I don't I don't know what's methylated. Okay. So no, I don't want if it's having to be too complicated, don't give it to me. But you said that you know if your body isn't methylating. So now, now right. it's methylating. I don't know what methylating is. All right, is. let's make it simple. It's like a detox process that happens in cells, and yet at the same time, it also makes neurotransmitters. Right. It breaks down histamine. It is this amazing cycle that happens inside every cell, and you need proper genes to make enzymes to make it work. And some people don't have the proper genes, so they don't make the enzymes, so their methylation doesn't work. So it's like they're trying to drive, but they can't turn the wheel. So, so you give them nutrients. So having yep. the methylated B12 means you don't have to have that system. So make sure that, that everybody's able to absorb it. Right. And then they can turn the wheel. Got it. Okay. So it's easier that way. So if you want to be sure it'll work on you, take the methyl version. Yes, that's it. Okay. That's it. That's what I'd recommend. <laughs> I like to make it easy because it's, it's so complicated. And then when you end up, you end up with this long list of stuff and people get overwhelmed. You know, I always joke, I take a lot of vitamins so I don't have to take pills. But I'm taking right, right? so right. the craziest thing. But so, but you we need strength. Your body again has been through war. So how do we help them heal it? So inflammation. So we're down dealing with the, all the inflammation, and we've got all these cocktails. The I'll report repeat them again. The the probiotics, the curcumin, the glutathione, which if you don't take it by IV, then you would take it with the use NAC, selenium, and lipoic acid to help build it, and then all these other antioxidants and anti-inflammatory. Oh, vitamin C, the vitamin Bs, B12, and I forgot. That's what. right. Yes. Okay, fine. Now, let's go back to talking about oxygen. All right, you wanted to talk about it before, and not everybody has access to this, but you said that you actually have had success with hyperbaric chambers and people using hyper oxygen treatments to help the body heal. You know, you know again, this body has been right. kind of oxygen deprived, so to right. infuse it. Well, I wish there was some research on COVID-19 recovery and hyperbaric, but we don't have that. We don't but research it, on anything, right? Like there, there, there's right. so we don't have it. Right. We don't have it. But if you just think about what's happening intracellularly, you, if you look at what's happening with the immune system. You look at the hypercoagulability state, which is what's happening, which many people are experiencing with these infections. If they could get into a hyperbaric chamber during this convalescent phase, they've recovered from the virus, they're now in a convalescent phase, I think they would recover more quickly because it's going to increase oxygen utilization. As we get older, after age 30, we have declining oxygen utilization. No matter how fit you are, you have decreased oxygen utilization and hyperbaric oxygen will increase oxygen utilization. It's being used for all kinds of conditions. There's tons of data on it being used from everything from people with autism and uh, mental health issues to stroke pe people with stroke, people with poor healing of wounds, decubitus ulcers, bones. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing therapy. Now, not yeah. everybody can get into a hyperbaric chamber. I was just going to say, it's not like I can go to my local tanning salon or even my local infrared um, Right. In, infrared thing. Um, right. Infrared, infrared salon, right? My infrared, yeah. you know. Um, so if they can't do that, and again, even if there is a hyperbaric chamber, I presume that you need a prescription. You can't just call up and say, hi, hey, like an appointment. Um, but right. I mean, there are small facilities, um, or should I say doctors who have small tanks that are using them around the country. I went to this incredible conference last year on the Hyperbaric Oxygen Society. It was, it was amazing. There were doctors from around the world there. They're using these small tanks and they're using them to help people with chronic disease get better. Um, one thing that I've been 
using in my own life is something called an exercise with oxygen training machine. It's called an EWOT, E-W-O-T. And it's a machine about three feet high and two feet wide. And um, it has a, basically you're taking ambient air, you're taking air from your environment and converting it into oxygen at about 52%. Normal air has anywhere from 22, 23% oxygen. And you're concentrating the oxygen and then you put a mask on and you work out wearing it, wearing the mask and breathing for 15 minutes. And what this device is supposed to do is increase your oxygen utilization. People can buy one of these online. Um, the one that I bought was from Longevity. They're a Canadian-based company. And it has been kind of a game changer for me. I mean, I feel like my brain's working better. I'm more awake. I'm more alive. And I already eat well, and I do a lot of well things for myself. But I kind of run myself kind of at a high pace. And this has been able to help me to recover more quickly from the exercise that I do. And um, I think it would be a wonderful tool for people to explore this if they had like a home exercise uh, room where they had an elliptical trainer or they had a stationary bike and then they breathe in the oxygen for 15 minutes, two to three times a week. All right, so I have a silly question because I was sick, not me. Like, I, you know, now they, they were sick. They're, they're, they're working their way back. They don't have energy to be exercising. It, like they can start exercising with it. And how come they can't just lay around and breathe in the oxygen? They can, they can. I'm just looking at ways to help expedite people's healing. Mm -hmm. And I know that anybody, no matter how tired, like you can sit on a, on a uh, recumbent bike and you can move that bike very slowly and still be using something like this. Or even if you don't use an EWAT machine, you can get on something. I think it's very important that people move because when they move, they get their lymph moving. What's the lymph system? It's where all this explosion of white cells took place trying to fight off a virus. We need to move the lymph. Now for two weeks to move, then I would recommend contrast hydrotherapy in the shower, in a bathtub, where you're using hot, then cold, then hot, then cold. And basically you're creating this pump, a vascular pump. You're moving the blood to the periphery of your system and then you bring it to the center of your body. Then you're moving it to the periphery of your system and then you move it to the center. And what that does, the lymph and the blood move together. So you wanna, you wanna get all that moving. It's funny, I've been doing that since all this came up. And I can't stand being cold. I, you know, it's 70 degrees and I'm still wearing a turtleneck. Um, <laughs> but it's amazing. Like that, like it's invigorating. You feel awake and it's your, your warm shower. And then how long is the cold for like 20 seconds or 30 seconds? It's not. I count. <laughs> I mean, I'll do, I'll hold my, I'll, I'll count to 10. I'll turn around. I'll count to 10. I'll turn around. <laughs> I mean, I, I do count. Um, I do get it. Like if I have really, really sore trap, I'll just put the hot on there. Then I'll put the freezing cold on there and I'll come back to the hot. I mean, it is, it is truly an amazing therapy. And it's, it's shocking. And surprisingly, like I feel good after I go, okay, I'm ready for this, but it feels really good. And then you do a few rounds of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you could do hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, and you know, work your way into it. Get, get part of your body used to it. You know, I mean, you just, you just kind of work your way into it. And then what this does in Chinese medicine, they say it, it develops defensive chi. Defensive chi is your immune chi. It's like your shield all around your body. Yeah. So and we want to create a strong defensive chi. Well, and the great thing, again, we're trying to figure out how can you build yourself back up and build your strength. And this is one of those things that moving the limb, getting getting that fluid going, and, and even just back to the exercise, oxygenating and getting your body doing what it needs to do is part of what we need to be doing to heal. You don't yes. want to rush it. You don't want to jump into a marathon, but right. moving is critical. Is this machine expensive? Um, 3000 no, it was $2,500 and shipping to Hawaii just about killed me, but, <laughs> but it's, it's yeah. an investment so that, but so somebody's not necessarily going to want to buy that just because to get over COVID, but you're saying no. it's help, it's helpful. Is it helpful for other people? Is it helpful for, you said you use it because you're, you work hard and you're, you're kind of high stress. Yeah, and I have a patient with Parkinson's. Um, they also purchased one. They're using it three to four times a week. I think it's really helping him. He's got a stationary bike. So I'm recommending it to patients with neurodegenerative diseases, people with fibromyalgia, 
Um, you know, I think people are going to have more and more home exercise equipment, right? People are going to be creating their own home gyms. This may be an addition. I think it's a pretty cutting edge product. And I also think it's, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm not sick, but I can see that it may be more well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have a question. Going back to the food for one second. Um, someone asked, what are the best foods to eat for magnesium? I'm grains, but yeah, huh? I mean, vegetables, grains. All yeah, grains? I mean, okay. food, good, healthy food. Okay, best food for magnesium is good, healthy food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truly, that's it. Okay, it's not in ring dings. <laughs> no, <laughs> or ding dongs. Remember ding dongs? Yeah, I remember ding dongs. I, I, I ate a lot of ring dings when I was young. Everyone yeah, Twinkies. <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about, is there anything, so there, let's talk about some of the specific systems, and I know that we've been going long, so I want to get some of these key things in. Um, so anything in particular, because kidneys have been hit hard by this, lungs obviously are hit hard by it, the GI tract, we talked about the GI tract already. Um, anything specific for any of these other specific organs that have okay. been damaged? So again, this person had um, an infection, they fought it at home. These are not our patients who are in the hospital, right? We're talking to like these kinds of things I would recommend to let's say my patient who had all that lung congestion. And so I want him on cordyceps. Cordyceps is a Chinese fungus actually that has an affinity for the lungs. It's great for people with asthma. It's, it has, um, and I, sorry, I do Chinese medicine and I do naturopathic medicine. So I'm gonna speak a little Chinese here. It has yin nourishing properties, which is like sort of the moist nourishing property. And it has yang nourishing properties, which is more the fiery energetic property. So it's a very balanced remedy. You're not gonna end up drying out people's lungs with this and you're not gonna over moisten them either. So I think it's very safe for anybody on the spectrum of yin deficiency, kind of dry and hot to yang deficiency, cold and damp. So I think it's a really great remedy that you could recommend pretty much across the board to people. To help, uh, because that helps heal the tissues of the lungs. That helps heal the tissue and helps to build the vital chi, the vital the vital force. The lungs are really key form of energy to 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 fuel the rest of the body. So we need to build that lung chi. So I think cordyceps would be a fabulous remedy for that. Got it. Okay. And how about is there anything in particular to help the kidneys? And I know like once your kidneys are damaged, it's generally right. straight. Right, so if we actually have kidney damage, we wanna go on a lower protein diet. We don't wanna be doing a keto diet or we don't wanna be doing a high protein diet. You wanna go on a low protein diet because protein is a lot of work for the kidneys to handle protein. So we wanna eat a good whole foods diet. I would probably go more vegan vegetarian with some protein, making sure you're hitting those essential amino acids. Um, how about liquids for the kidneys? Is it important, especially important to drink a lot? Yeah, hydrating, but hydrating with minerals. Right, so many people drink water, drink water, drink water, but then they're salt depleted or they're potassium depleted, their electrolytes are off. So making sure you also throw in your electrolytes. So I think that's very important. You know what? And I love celery juice. I mean, I know that there's a psychic who talks about it, and it's like medical the latest. <laughs> right, right. But I do think it has merit. I mean, Patrick has been using celery juice for kidneys for eons. Yeah. You know, eating parsley. Right. These are really super mineral rich foods. So important. All right, and how about just mineral water, like some of the... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I don't think you should be drinking distilled water. You should not be drinking reverse osmosis water because it just strips all the minerals out. But making sure you're drinking filtered water, absolutely. And if you have a good carbon filter is what I'd recommend. So, you know, um, water is, is, is very important. Gotcha, okay. Um, and how about anything for the, you know, the liver cleans everything out. Is there, do they need extra liver support through this? Okay. So with your liver, there's so much that we could do with the liver. We could do a whole story on the liver. <laughs> so okay. liver's like the Rodney Dangerfield of our bodies. So you know, <laughs> right. Kind of right. Okay. So key foods for liver, you think beetroot, you think beet greens. You think lemon, right? A lemon is strained as the liver. You think dandelion roots. You can buy dandelion root tea. Tastes a little bit like coffee. It's a little bit bitter. You can eat dandelion greens, but they're a little bitter, so it's kind of hard swallow. You bring um, all the things out like everybody eats that stuff all the time. Yeah, I got beetroots around and dandelion roots. Nobody has that stuff. Really? I see. I do. <laughs> okay, dandelion so root tea. 
you're not normal. You're special. <laughs> They're not normal. Okay. okay. So traditional, traditional medicinals has a dandelion root tea, and it's so good. And you just steep in a little hot water. Um, you can also even make your own dandelion root tea. You can buy the root. You can buy some marshmallow root and a little tiny bit of licorice root. Boil all that up and drink it. It's, it's delicious. Um, so the liver, we want to help the liver to clear. So the contrast hydrotherapy would be great. Castor oil packs over your liver, fantastic. Where you just buy castor oil, you rub it on the area of your liver. So where is that going to be? It's going to be right below your um, rib cage here on the right. I had a patient the other day ask me, so my liver's on the left, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's right here. Yes. So, and then you're just going to rub the castor oil in, put a heating pad on top, lay there for 20 minutes. That's the easiest way to do castor oil packs. There's some right. old remedies about taking a flannel, flannel suit, uh, pillowcase and soaking it. I mean, that's way too messy. Why castor oil, oil and not Oh, because it, it helps the liver to dump. Castor oil moves things, right? Like remember the hydrotherapy, you want to create a vascular pump. We want to get the liver moving, dumping. Okay. I, it sounds good. I mean, so warm, warm castor oil sounds delicious to me and lay around. <laughs> good. Um, let's talk for a couple of minutes because again, we're, we're running a little bit long. Um, I want to jump down. You talked about the depression part of it. And I think that's an important yes. thing for people to, to be aware. We've given them now a bunch of information about how to strengthen, how to heal the inflammation, how to get their body strength back. Um, let's talk for a moment about that depression and the emotional aspects of these and what they can do to strengthen right. that. Okay, so we talked about how inflammation can contribute to depression and can contribute to anxiety as well. So a lot of people are experiencing that and it has to do with inflammation. So all the things we just talked about to try to decrease inflammation will help. But then there are some things that supporting your adrenal glands that you have the energy, so that your energy comes back up again really important to help nourish your body forward. Um, I would highly recommend that people consider taking ginsengs. And one particular ginseng has a little bit of a serotonin benefit, and it's called rhodiola. It's also known as, um, I'm blanking. Anyway. Now you got um, my <laughs> I'm blanking. I need to make you off machine. Right. <laughs> it's like a Russian ginseng. It's, it contains rosavins. And these have some benefit on serotonin. So for people that are weak and depressed and they're trying to convalesce, I would get onto rhodiola. People who are um, more de-energized, but they're also got a pale tongue and they're cold, I would take the Korean ginseng, which is a hotter form of ginseng. And people who are more thin and dry red tongue and they're hot and they're having hot flashes, I would go more with an American ginseng. Um, people that um, that are kind of in between all this, actually, that's where I use Siberian ginseng. I'm this, Siberian ginseng is also known as Eleutherococcus. Um, these are all these different kinds of ginsengs. They help potentiate cortisol, which actually has its friend and foe. You want to have enough to be able to meet life where it's at, but you don't want too much where you're over the top and suppressing your immune system. But when we've gone through something like this massive war with a virus, we want to support our adrenals and use these ginsengs to help nurture ourselves and to, and to, to nourish ourselves back into wellness again. And those, those are safe. Are they safe for everybody? Can they hear? They're very, they're very safe. I mean, they're, they're been used for some of them for thousands of years in traditional Chinese medicine. And do um, they just follow the, the label dosing? I know at one point I was taking it, I was very sensitive to it. It heated me up really fast. Yeah, because you need American ginseng. You're thin, wiry, quick thinking, right. you're fiery. Right. You, you don't want a fiery herb. I can't take fiery herbs. I already have a bright red tongue. <laughs> I need things that are cool me off. I need things to slow me down. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Great. Awesome. So then but start low and then take high. Um, yeah. What other piece? You talk about acupuncture. For yes. Um, okay. Acupuncture. Don't, but in terms of re-strengthening your system and balancing? Yes. I mean, here we have a technique that's been around for thousands of years that works with your own body's ability to heal itself without introducing another compound right? Another nutrient, another supplement, another food. This 
acupuncture is amazing at building chi and restoring balance. So I would encourage your listeners to seek out an acupuncturist and to consider having acupuncture because it so gently nourishes and builds that vital force. It, it, it can have profound benefits. It's subtle, but profound. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Dr. Lori Steele-Smith, thank you so very much. Um, I, hope, I hope everybody out there has gotten some knowledge, some recipes. Um, we will, again, be rebroadcasting this. It'll be on Facebook Live. It'll be on YouTube. Lori's website, drsteelsmith.com. Right, Dr. Not Dr. Lori Steel, Dr. Steelsmith.com. I think it's Dr. Steelsmith.com. I think that's what it is. Right, we'll have it on there. Um, anyway, so thank you so very much and share this, you guys. Okay, get healthy, stay strong, take good care of yourself. All right, don't just wait around for someone to give you some pill to fix it because you're the one, your body has magical healing powers in it. So that, you know, the more, the stronger you are, the stronger that you'll be, and the less chances of you're getting sick from this or anything else. Um, Download the Immune Boost Premium BottomLineInc.com forward slash Immune Boost. That's free. That can help you like crazy. And come back next Thursday with Dr. Katz. Thank you so much. I'm talking to naturopathic physician Dr. Lori Steelsmith about how to regain your strength and rebuild your body if you've had COVID-19 using an array of natural treatments that work with your body systems. Dr. Steelsmith has helped thousands of patients find vital health using natural strategies that help the body function at its best. She's just one of thousands of top experts who contribute to our flagship publication, Bottom Line Personal, where we provide guidance to help you live happier, healthier, and wealthier. Our experts share insights not just on maximizing your health, but on all aspects of your life, including managing your money, smart home repair, living a healthy life, how to find bargains, unique travel destinations, smart tax strategies, and so much more. Bottom Line Personal has been helping people lead more informed and vibrant lives for nearly 50 years with our actionable and double fact-checked advice. Subscribe today and get a free bonus book, Bottom Line's Best Bets, full of some of our experts' greatest tips of all times. Just go to bottomlineinc.com forward slash expert podcast. That's bottomlineinc.com forward slash expert podcast.